Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Crushing Depths, a D20 Modern Real Play podcast. I'm Paul, the GM for this campaign, as well as showrunner for the overall LTM Gaming podcast. You will all be very excited to know that we have reached the conclusion of Season 1, The Search for Leo, of The Crushing Depths. This episode marks the beginning of the few episodes that our final session was broken up into. Now, word first about quality... I have to apologize, as the recording was made live in TJ's basement, which was fun, but also echoey and difficult to record. So, just know that this episode, in stark contrast with our normal, impeccable recording quality, is even worse. And there are some spikes in volume, and I apologize. I've done the best I could to merge all the audios and get something that's even listenable. So, be forewarned, the next few episodes will have this same quality issue. This episode begins just at the tail end of our hero's exploration of Bolskin Manor. It also starts with a recap, so I'm not going to go into too much detail this week. On the crushing depths, the ritual is begun. We sincerely hope you enjoy. We need to get at least a couple good hours of gaming in before we have to take you to the hospital. Does someone want to give a recap while I'm still getting my document shit together? <laughs> this is my boys on TV. <laughs> this is a computer monitor. Monitor. Steve's is on TV. TV. <laughs> anyway. Paul, we have a blast. Okay, the recap. This. We've gone through various crazy rooms in this house. The house that's on the TV. Found various things. Um... We found a wig room. That was the last session, the previous, previous session. Um, we've had a whole bunch of crap happen to us. TJ's failed like every roll for saving throws. In every <laughs> room. Sal has failed every No, no. It's not his fault. You can't roll. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> He's not standing like walking around the gigantic die. <laughs> oh, look, I failed. Uh, and, and, and uh, you can add the details, but we ended in a random room with a bunch of strange, presumably expensive and unique artwork. We found a dude inside of a mirror. We got him out because I thought we could, and we did. I don't know if we were supposed to, because then he just ran off, which means it was like standard Paul plot. Just forget that part. I don't know. It seemed important, because then there was a gurgle gurgle. Oh, that was, yes, he's not in the pool. Um, We're going to find some dead guy on the way out. Yep. And hopefully it's him. And then the, the most important part was that we found Doknir and at the behest of the group, just want to be clear, this wasn't just <laughs> like my idea going all cavalier, we decided to combine the two of them. And now your staff is super awesome. Yes, and I don't think I'm in control. I don't remember. You are enough. Do you fail? Your eyes are silvery. And... Gugnir is in control of Vanessa's body. Um, or so, at least you assume, based on the... Sal doesn't know. And if Vanessa starts coming on to Sal, he still won't know. <laughs> no, that's only if. 
Because then you know she's in the right frame of mind, that she's clearly herself. She's coming on to you. Well, I, I, I feel like she's finally healed. I feel like from if, whatever was wrong. If, if she's if she's speaking in you know Norwegian or whatever, you'd be like, "Is it time for your period? Is that what's going on?" <laughs> you know, in classic cell sensitivity. That seems about right. Any other big glaring important pieces? I'm wearing that cool robe with eyes, but I got that the previous one. And you know what I realized about that is you were so. The mirror thing, the robe of eyes actually means that you cannot, like, you automatically fail saves against gaze attacks. So like, I you were know. complaining about the fact that you didn't get a save, and I was like, you got sucked into the mirror because you said you looked at it. But in reality, you would, it, you, it, that's how it should have happened. No because you just right, because you, and what I should have done is had you get sucked in again, again. after you got pulled out, and but I didn't think about it. it. So, because the idea is you can't even shut your own eyes, right? You would just perceive what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Why am I doing it visually? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Steve did arm motions. <laughs> Great podcast. Sales <laughs> answer. Take it off. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Keep going. But it was fine the way it, it worked out. In but, the end, I think it would we would have eventually figured it out. Yeah. So. Vanessa is, we'll go to Vanessa's perspective first uh, as she's taken over, and then we'll get to Sal and Russ. So the first thing that happens is basically we're going to, this is like a stop bullet time for Vanessa. Okay, so all this is happening in like an instant. First thing that happens is as you are taken over, you can feel yourself sort of receding your consciousness like receding to the background and no longer being in control. We're we talking like um, being John Malkovich, or like yeah, like you're looking out. I'm looking it, out, exactly. but yeah. I'm not able to do anything. Yeah, uh, and you realize also that the the staff has knowledge of this particular mansion, and it's actually was purposely built as a giant trap. It's this cloud sort of lifts from Vanessa's mind. You realize that. The longer you've spent in this mansion, the more it's been affecting your thoughts. So, you're okay. Sal and Russ, you guys both take five points of intelligence damage. That seems about right. The the staff has sort of protected you, Steve. Protected Vanessa uh, from this constant... This is basically as you guys were spending more and more time in the mansion, and I was telling you your effects were wearing off. It's because our fails kept getting worse? It, no, it's because that the counter is you were spending this time. I was figuring, okay, it's been about an hour, so your stuff's wearing off. But you were also accumulating this intelligence damage. Just keep it over there. Yeah, yeah. oh, you got, got pencils. And as you are pushed to the back of your consciousness, Vanessa, you realize you're not alone there. Oh, and you feel the presence of Leo. I was gonna say, is Leo there? Leo's there. The big reveal. Come and knock on my door. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? So I have a consciousness, and I realize he's there. Is this is this literally like the Matrix kind of visual, where we're both in a completely dark, nothing void? We're both standing there, yes. and like I can talk to him. You can tell you you don't see your like you don't have a perception of your own body. You're just like a disembodied consciousness, but in I, sort I of a black space him. of black. You can also see out through your own eyes. But you I mean, can how do I perceive Leo then? You just sense him. You don't see him at all. Okay, but I can I talk to him? You can certainly try. I, I want to try. Be like, Leo? Uh, damn you. Yeah! <laughs> Suck it! <laughs> uh, 
Hello, Bonanza. Bon <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to still have so much more conversation, but I'll let you continue with your bullet time with the other guys. Tell me your life story, starting from the beginning, <laughs> sparing no detail. My terrible Russian accent. And I can never, what's the name of that Russian city that you're from? I can never pronounce it. With the four Z's. I don't know what Russian city Paul made the character from. He's from, he's not, uh, his parents are, and he, he was an immigrant, but they never had a city. Something. What the hell are you talking about? You can do hard work. Oh. <laughs> do you want to say anything back? You, I don't want, I don't want to. No, no, we'll go to that right. after the, yeah. Why are you in the staff? Staff? Stop. I'm like, I'm like, look. Or, and I'm like, this is so good. Yeah. I forgot how good these were. Mambas are the superior version of Starburst. Mm. Everyone should know this. And yeah. Mamba should also, you know, give us advertising money. <laughs> Mambas, they're delicious. <laughs> They don't have a slogan. Right, I just made it up. Moments are delicious. He, he says, it has been... I can't do a Russian accent. You just did. Keep going. It has been some time since you needed my help. You mean since I got the staff? Or since I got the rod before it came... What are you talking about? I I have been in your head. Well, yeah, I've been thinking about you a lot. No, since 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 that time. Since you died? I asked you if I could ride in your head. I don't remember the words. Steve doesn't remember the words. No, ride I didn't, didn't say ride. Oh, okay, good. She, we, we became one. And she starts kind of connecting the dots to like, there's somebody, the, the multiple times the Illithid said there was somebody else there. And she's like, so wait, what do you mean help? Like, how did you help? I have helped take care of your friends. Our friends? Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Our friends. When they needed it. Does that mean you took over? Like, just like now, I was stuck in the back and you were up front driving, as it were? Yes. My, that it was at great cost to my consciousness when you needed my help. I have been fading day by day. Well, then don't, don't, don't do it anymore then. It, it is too late for that. There is a way I can help you one last time, but you must regain control on your own. But if I do that, you'll be gone? Yes. Definitely. Then I don't want to do it. I'll eventually get control back from this dick. You must before I can help you. I must get control before you help me? Yes. Then I'll get control, but you don't have to help me. Maybe I can figure out a way to keep this going. Just remember, you can summon me at need. Okay. You you have in your possession prayer stones. 
was like, well, tech, I mean, yeah. What is that going to give me? I have been pushing my essence into one of the stones. Which one? The, the, uh, Blessing, healing, karma, summons. Summons. That wasn't a Russian accent. Please try it. Summons. 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 Come back. I understand. And I don't know that I will be able to stay alone anyway. Don't say that. We, we can figure out a way to do this. We've seen some crazy stuff. We, I can figure out a way to get you out of here. But conserve your power, however that works. Perhaps. And he, you can tell he fades. He goes further back. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll, right as I hear him fading, I'll say, this is really hard to role play, just to feel free to make fun of me, but like, she would say, I love you, like sure. as he's fading away. So of course it has to be dramatic. And I you. And I you. Do you really have to talk like that? Well, no. Okay, so that was basically all in a fraction of a second that that happened. Uh, during that second, Sal and Russ, you see Vanessa, uh, you see her bearing change to something obviously more, she, you know, like straightens up, um, she's more militant, obviously more masculine in her, just the way she's standing. Uh, her entire body radiates a sort of silvery glow. And she begins basically an intricate martial arts routine with this glaive. The, that's what we're going to call Aimed at anything? Not aimed at anything. And um, it's almost like even Sal with your martial arts knowledge, it's like, holy shit, you know Vanessa can't do anything like that. Um, it's like watching Genghis Khan. And... It's, it's almost faster than you guys can track what she's doing. Um, and... Almost basically, as soon as it starts, it's over. Uh, and she's basically just standing there with the glaive straight up, uh, slightly away from her body. And she says, come, we fight. Herp, derp, okay. <laughs> What's your intelligence now? Uh, eight. <laughs> <laughs> this many. Me shooting? She immediately. <laughs> What's your intelligence now? Oh, it's ten, I think. Oh, so you're just a normal dude. You're not so stupid, no, I, like that you can't. No, I know. But we we obviously took a hit here. I mean. Yeah, five is not insignificant. Yeah. Uh, and Vanessa immediately heads to the secret door that you guys. I don't know if you remember oh, oh. you. Oh, oh, oh. No, she doesn't. Uh, I can't remove your control. <laughs> I can unplug the TV. <laughs> Let's see who wins that battle, smart guy. Um, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if this is part of the recap or if I missed it. Uh, you guys did find the secret door. You also did find, you realized that there's the giant painting of Aleister Crowley that's just under 28 in the room you're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, has in the picture behind him on the table, there is an iron key. Yeah, looks odd, and it's similar to the one you guys, the ones you guys found already. So uh, that was the other thing that you searched for and found. And Steve, I'm actually going to turn control of the character to you. So you, can, I'm going to this is stretch your role playing muscle, but it's not that big of a stretch because 
It's a very one-dimensional character. Your goal is find and kill elephants. Um, And I believe somewhere behind this door. You believe this is the way out. Out of the whole mansion. Out of the mansion. So my goal is to get out and then, in theory, go wherever. Well, well, yeah, but right now... uh, I twirl the spear like a helicopter. (laughs) like Inspector Gadget. (laughs) (laughs) So, but you you also have Vanessa's knowledge of... Like that, you guys faced off with Manzikorian and Karanzan in the church, and so you, as you know, all of Vanessa, whatever Vanessa knows. Uh, but you're, do I know that it knows what I know? Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm in firm belief that Vanessa is in a firm belief that she, her mind has been shared, all, everything she is, yeah. and apparently Leo, presumably, even by that one embarrassing bathroom incident you had. Yeah. And that, and that guy who I turned down in my secret love for Sal. Um, and, but vice versa. I, in theory, can access anything it's ever seen done. You have. I'm gonna try that internally when I get a chance to. Obviously, I'm gonna be. Well, I'm gonna, I'll just say this, cause when you first, uh, when you stand, it, I got like, you this. got the flash of the whole history, that's the same thing you would get if you tried to access it. So it's not like I can, it's not like it has, well, this one has eidetic memory. But that was only half the staff, remember? Right. So now that Dopnir, it's it's actually the full Dopnir, mm-hmm. and you're not getting anything besides what you already got from Los. So I didn't get anything new. Like, but for example, I, you only know that this mansion is a trap because it, it sort of pulled that up and shared it in order to block the damage from your consciousness. It might know other stuff that it's just... It is definitely in control. Right. What I want to know is that, is it able to access my memories like a book, or was it literally just the, it flipped through the book and could see everything, has a vague understanding of it, or can it go and pick out individual things? Because unless it was paying super close attention, it's not going to know everything I know. No, it, unless it has eidetic memory, it can just pull that out. Yeah, up, it can pull anything out. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, the, so you can do what you, and if I think you're Moving Got in it. one way, I'll, I'll adjust, but that's fine. Uh, so, yeah. That's where we are. Do I have the key? No. This door is key. open. It the, opens. This secret door is open, and there's a small ladder that leads down, uh, and it's dark. How do we get the door open? We just found a latch that... Yeah, you, you, it was like a stone that you... I was punching the door and something fell. <laughs> that was, that was, the, that was the entrance door, yeah. Yeah. That I remember. Okay. I'm going down the ladder. Okay. So, you guys watch Vanessa basically leave. Uh, you pinged yourself. You're so stupid. <laughs> That's terrible. So fuck everybody. <laughs> I guess after you, Sal. I'm, I'm not going to be on top of Vanessa. I'm just gonna... Okay. So you guys are all following Vanessa? Sure. So we're not fighting some terrible sea beast in the pool room? No. We didn't go, we didn't go tempted. Know, but... We could have. <laughs> no, the, the blub 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 at the end of the last session was a joke. That, that was, that was my joke of, uh, Chester falling, falling in the, the pool. pool and then dying. Yeah. I was hoping it was going to be that like, 
He's cracking. I believe in the British, it's... I always had to pronounce Kraken. No, no, that's a misunderstanding. It's Kraken. I had a whole plan, too, and everything. (laughs) I'm going to take that thing down. Well, you still like an opportunity to use your plan. There you go. Well, it's foreshadowing, but... (laughs) Do you have a win? With my subtle foreshadowing. (laughs) The DM thinks it's a bad idea for you to give up on that idea. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, whoa. So you guys get to... you. You've basically gone on the ladder, and there is it splits. It, you can either go uh, left or right, which would be down or up on our map. You can, I'm not going to put any kind of path on there, because you're actually underneath the basement right now. And you head immediately left. Okay. Vanessa, I should say. You. Walking confidently left. Yeah. I'm assuming that the tunnel is dark, but that we can follow her silvery glow, because uh-huh. it also illuminates. Is illuminating. Uh-huh. Also, there's a flashlight in my gun. You realize that Vanessa actually isn't touching the ground. Do I? She's... Wait, <laughs> Do I? I? <laughs> You'd have to look a little bit lower to notice so that. She's... It's not like she's... Gravity's not affecting her breasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she's, you know, just standing straight and hovering forward. She's still walking, but she's, like, walking, and there's, like, space between her feet and the ground. Like Jesus. <laughs> Presumably. One would imagine. And how did he leave the footsteps? The footprints in the sand. Which ones? When he carried me. Oh, God. Because. <laughs> think is in your parents' bathroom, isn't it? I don't know. I, I think it is. It's probably somewhere in their house. When I look back, there were no footprints at all. And I was scared to death. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Vanessa leads the way, Sal follows, Russ takes the rear. Yeah. Okay. I'll flash my uh, flashlight down the other direction. It goes for maybe 30 Uh feet and then turns right and you can't see past the corner. You guys, this is uh, basically a very rough stone passageway. Uh, Continues about 30 feet, turns right, you continue right goes and it's steadily sloping downwards. Eventually it it so you're going downhill, downhill, downhill. You can tell you're heading actually towards the lock, which uh makes sense. And eventually it leads to a very short set of maybe three steps up and there's a stone door. And Vanessa just walks right up to it and pulls it aside. Like off its hinges, opens the door. No, opens the door. Okay. I mean, like, what if she's like the Hulk and everything yeah. she just touches just like, give me high five, Sal, crunch. You know. Uh, you end up in the stone interior of, it's a small, basically, cube, uh, and you can tell you're inside of a mausoleum. In that there are, you know, the slots for bodies, dead bodies on the side. Time out. I'm just curious. You- does this look like it was made by the same people who made the, the mausoleum? Or does this look older or different in some way? Is the construction... Uh, let me tell you what the interior of it is. The interior of the mausoleum is pretty intricately carved. There are sort of... It's a scene which on first inspection seems to be sort of a angelic and demon fight uh, and like something out of Christian mythology, and 
or Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diablo, that came first. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, you look at it closer, and it's obvious that the angelic figures are seem to greatly resemble illithids or ulithirids, uh, with tentacles raised in a sort of halo around their heads. Uh, the demons are primarily single-eyed, with tooth-filled dueling maws. All the humans in the picture seem to be in great pain. Uh, the floor is partially covered in a thick carpet of green moss. Cobwebs, cobwebs curtain across the entire space. Uh, there are 12 total vaults in here, six on each side, and two rows of three um, stacked vertically on top of each other. There is a small altar at the far end, and a stone goblet and dish are mounted to it, as well as a stone cross. Uh, curiously, none of the plates on the vaults have names, except for one, uh, which bears the name of Aleister Crowley, but no date. However, you only see that because after you come out uh, of the stone door, you shut it and realize that you came out of the vault that said Alistair Crowley on I would walk over to the... You would walk over to the door, to the mausoleum. There's a door out. Sorry. I'm not done. I think I could do this. I'd walk up to the angelic painting and, like, slash it so, like, or X or something so... I'm oh, okay. Desecrating the picture of the the illithids as being okay. angelic. Sure. So you in a blatant, in a blatant over the top display of power. Like if it if this is like a proton gun from you know it slices it, right through the rock. It would just be like you know right and through then, the stone. And then just keep going. And then you open the door to the stone door that leads to presumably the outside of the muscle. Uh, yes. At this point, a whole bunch of stuff happens. So I'm going to describe uh, everything, basically, and then sort of give you a chance. Because every sort of everything is happening at once. You guys exit, and you are in this cemetery, which you actually saw across the road when you first arrived at the Bullskin Manor, mansion, whatever. The... Cemetery itself. Wait, what's the condition outside? The, let me get, oh, uh, sorry. That's okay. The, I, the First of all, the cemetery itself is, we're just going to use this as a representation. Um, I described it before, but there is a, a rundown wooden shack near the entrance. If you scroll down on there, you can see the entrance, and there's like a wagon, I think, on this map. You can just use that to represent the, the wooden shack. Yep. I don't know if that's supposed to be a wagon. The walls are about four feet tall. There are iron spikes that sort of drive driven into the stone wall that go up maybe another foot. Uh, there is a rusty iron gate at the entrance. The cemetery is extremely overgrown. It's obvious that no maintenance has been done there in a while. Headstones are cracked, fallen. Uh, the engravings are mostly illegible. Small wooden buildings six close to the entrance. And there, you guys are at the stone mausoleum overgrown with vines. and. Atop the mausoleum is a giant angelic statue uh, bearing an angry visage and a sword made of what appears to be iron. Its other hand clutches a stone book. Is it, upon being this close, is it illithid? Or no, really no, no, no. It's, it's an actual... Andrew, yep. And as you guys exit... It comes to life and attacks. The first thing that you probably notice is the sky, which is... 
extremely dark from just black clouds overhead. Uh, the clouds are actually arcs. They're slowly rotating, uh, but not, not centered above you or anything. You're seeing like a portion of the arc and the scale is just huge. It's hard to judge. The center of the rotation appears to be off to your southwest. Um, your IQs buzz, beep, vibrate, whatever. They basically go nuts, uh, once you exit the mausoleum, uh, and with notifications for downloads and updates, uh, and we'll have to get to that because immediately after you exit, to the boss fight, you are attacked Mines. by these crawlers. three carrion crawlers. Turn order. Everyone can roll initiative. So this is, I don't know what I'm adding, so you're going to have to tell me. You're adding your initiative. I scoff at them. And add yourself to the initiative order. So. I put mine in. You are first. What the fuck? <laughs> Seems pretty good. Why am I first? Dude, is it's, you got the highest initiative? <laughs> is this role playing stupid or just TJ? Yes. <laughs> He's either really good. <laughs> 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 to me, Sal has just walked out. Does Sal notice or hear the carrying crawlers? He, he already said that you did. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Wanted, I, wanted to I don't know what I explicitly said. They attack you. That's what I probably said. But yes, you, they. <laughs> something. Why does everything sound like That's that? the only sound yeah. I can make. You're <laughs> 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 having sex. <laughs> How is that sex? <laughs> What world do you live in? The same world as the giant <laughs> These are... By the way, look that up on Wikipedia. It's a thing. I didn't make that up. Um, Dentata? Dentata. Uh, the sink of rotten meat surrounds these multi-legged creatures with... Uh, that's not a sentence. Monster manual. They say it is. You read it. You read it exactly how they wrote it. They are crafted. <laughs> they have segmented 10-foot-long bodies and eight writhing tentacles protrude from their heads, growing directly from below their cracking mandibles and tooth-filled moss. Moss. Sally knows how to do one thing, and that's punch stuff. Um, I would like to take this opportunity to, number one, tell you this is a warm-up fight, and number two... Tell you to look at your damn feet, because you guys have stuff that you don't ever use. Like heroic surge and action points. I'm saving that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In another two years, we'll be playing this again, man. I have so many action points. You can do 100 you know, because I have, no, because I have the, the ability that... He, he gets to use them. Yes, and you never use it. Because he never hits anything when I'm available to shoot something. You also have... He also, don't if he hits it, he kills it in one hit. Check your feeds, because you guys have stuff that you don't use. I can take a full... My movement action can be my full speed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's within range, so I'm going to move there. Is each box five feet, or are we going yep. to a different... Numerical? I just use the ruler is... and tell me what it wants. Oh, okay. And your speed is 60. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is base speed? Oh, that's right. 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 So, 
She's gonna run around the place in a so because I use a full like a flash. I only get one attack. I don't get my full plus plus. Correct. One yeah. attack. One attack. Yeah. Okay. That's a good nickname for uh, for sale. Plus plus. No, the flash. Hmm. Or spend too many levels to be worthwhile. The flash in a pan. Flash in a pan, Gordon. Natural one. <laughs> See, there we go. Look, instead of flashing, it's getting darker. <laughs> <laughs> that is, oddly enough, a miss. Roll again. Yeah, I was going to say, I assume you want me to roll again? For what, a super fumble? Sure. Roll yes. again. I want to see how oh, fumble like one is just a fail. Another one is a fumble. Okay. I think technically I said if you rolled a one in combat, you were supposed to do a dex check. And then you would fumble if you failed your dex check. Or if you pulled My your dex point. check is a 7. I have no well, idea. You get to be 10. So then I fumbled my hands. Yeah. Uh, so I trip? You oh. trip. You're prone. He, he said technically, but he doesn't, you haven't been doing this at all. I did it like the, the first, first couple of sessions. sessions. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll get back to it. Good idea. Um, you, you run over there and basically trip on one of the broken gravestones. And you fall prone directly in front of the... Can't it be a vine? Like, it's overgrown? Vines are Sal's natural... That's right, okay. So, Sal falls in... He's running over and goes to punch and and trips trips over a vine that is extending from one of the broken gravestones and falls prone directly in front of the carrion crawler. Does his hand ignite the fire or the grass that's around? It's wet. Yeah, it's pretty proper It's stamp. Yeah. So, so red is prone. Does it ignite his pants? Oh, but... So you push... Can you, do you have right? a, can you zoom in? Yeah. Um, while I was running, though... I was trying to see everything, though. Could I have used a minor action to ignite my gauntlet, or did I have to do that before I moved, or what? It's a free action. You can do your gauntlet and bring up your shield. Okay. okay. Also, you have heroic surge. Don't you? I do. <laughs> That's what I just said. Sal, what's your armor class? Sorry, so nineteen. Then is my armor class. Okay. The carrion crawler uh, goes to attack you since it doesn't have to move. It's doing a full attack. Uh, each of its eight tentacles whip at you, all right. and it also tries to bite you. Sure, why not? With that, all I was talking about. You really have eight dice. I have three. Is yeah, I need some more. By the way, how bad is the dice yeah. rolling on your mic? Oh. Yeah. No, no, no. No, Paul. Right, I'll just do it over here. TJ admitted it oily. That needed to be on the audio recording. Yes, it did. <laughs> uh, so. all, all, all in favor say aye. What's your, what did you say your armor size was? 18? 19. 19. 19. Okay, so the first three minutes. Uh, you get hit once. Three more. Black will be the fight. Uh, you go ahead and roll a fort save, TJ. You basically got slapped by one of those tentacles. Twenty. All right. That's the total. You actually don't take any damage, uh, and you feel weakened. No, you, you feel like I may have been weakened, but instead I overcame. You feel like you may have been paralyzed for a moment, but you shake it off. Uh, the This one is going to go here, and this would just be one of its tentacles attacked. Sure, I think it has to bite you now. That doesn't hit. 
That one is on Russ. Russ, what's your armor class? Uh, should be a 24. That one missed you. And now it's your turn. So one went over, moved, and attacked Sal again. Uh, missed. And then the last one moved to Russ and attacked and missed. Alright, so the question is, playing my new intelligence... <laughs> which... You can do a bank shot. No, 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 no. That's it's actually it's something it's you can do. Yeah. I was totally There's a skip shot. No, there's a skip shot. It's something I can do. Uh, no, no, I was actually talking about, is it, is he like, hey, look, there's two things attacking Sal, he's down, screw this thing next to me, I'm going to go auto-fire on the two, because I can do the, it's a 10 by 10 area, I can target both of those. I don't know, is that too smart or too dumb of a move? 10 by 10. Yeah. This the one like to the four squares. squares. So like yeah, there there's two squares in between them though. There's one square in between them. Uh, that's, okay. Right, but ten by ten is a four square box, and you can't get both of them. I guess it's technical. It's, sorry, it's picture is kind of okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, never mind then. The one that's that one that's on you basically is you're just standing outside the door of the mausoleum, and it's sort of crawled over the top, and it's kind of. Hanging off the roof, attacking you. Well, then I'll attack it since I can't hit both of those other ones. That would have been too cool. <laughs> you roll to attack. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking, what if I needed to do anything else? This is the only time ever that I'll get to have a weapon that's a warble anything. That's kind of why I put it in. We never do a warble anything. Well, okay. But the thing is, it'll probably be like a worm and it'll grow back after a certain amount of time. <laughs> and you don't take opportunity <laughs> attacks in melee from... using Because I use small weapons. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use my lightning shot to get the extra attack. Okay. So you have so three attacks? I get three attacks this time. So they all have minus two? Or minus two. Okay. So it'll be a, an eight, an eight, and a seven. Yeah. Okay. Alright, that'll be a 24, a 10, and 19. Uh, the 24 and the 19 both hit. Alright, so 16 total, and one of them's a wounding one. Okay. Vanessa, you're up. What did he do to the carrying crawl? What did Russ do to the carrying crawl right next to him? I put some holes in it. Basically whipped around and... Fired three shots up in rapid succession. I don't... You put some big holes in it. Do I perceive these as creatures related to illithids? Yes. They have tentacles, don't they? <laughs> Close <laughs> enough for him. <laughs> I guess so. And the, and the other one had a whole bunch of weird abilities. The other one. Oh, I read you off the abilities for this one. Right. Do they supersede or add two? Supersede. So I don't have it. It's basically a totally different weapon now. You don't have all those. The other one was very spell oriented. Right. Yeah. This one's more like close combat oriented. Got it. Uh, I will. Literally, I'm envisioning it being like I can't even think of the movie that I'm envisioning. But there's some some sequence in a film where there's a lot of action going around by a person who is just calmly walking through it. Stuff's exploding, 
And this person has, I mean, is barely even blinking to it. It's only the reaction of the eyes. And that is why I'm so late in the initiative order. Not that I couldn't have gone first, but it's a confidence thing. It's a in the element sort of thing. You're like, whatever, it's a worm. It's mine. Like, this is, this is what I am literally alive to do. So I'm just going to, I could flank, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to turn and just slash at it. Okay. Now, am I using my melee? Yeah. Yep. But it's plus five. Okay, so 27. <laughs> yes, that is a hit. Well, then I did 12 damage. Okay, so do you want to describe this kill shot? I didn't kill it. Or did I? You killed it. Because Matt hit it first. Close your thing. Sorry. My fly. Oh, it's gone. Uh, I imagine... Ooh, a ghost. <laughs> oh, it's a ghost. Oh, it's a What I imagine him doing is just... I was telling TJ, I'm imagining something out of, like, the movie Hero or something where... The person would be able to spin the staff so fast that it would block arrows and bullets or anything, you know, way over the top anime kind of stuff. But I imagine him just walking up to it. I mean, like I said, with an air of, you're not even, you're, I'm a god above you and just then stopping and just whoosh, right through it. Okay. Yep. You slice it in, in half, basically. In half. And it falls to the ground and sort of dissolves. It actually dissolves? Into a little pool of icky goo. Am I all gooey now? No. Okay. Uh, Sal, you're up. I used the door for cover. Alright. Um, Sal isn't thinking about what could happen to him if he stands up in a prone position with these two things over him, so he stands up. Okay. So you get uh, two attacks of opportunity. But I will take off your prone marker. I was going to say, am I prone when they're attacking me? It's an, you're in the process of getting up. Yeah, I think you're not going to get up. But he's saying, does he get the, the minus? Am I still the minus? No. no, that's what I thought. So, yeah, that makes up. Terribly tonight. Good. Good. I've rolled three ones. No, no, back. Because this isn't the boss fight. It's going to be walls and no false sense security. So, and now. It's staged. We're going to see, we're going to see the movement. We can, coming up from prone. We can take the movement. Yep. So. So you don't get your full attack. Get a full attack again. All right. Would you have the presence to move slightly? Nope. <laughs> Just around it. Which one are you going after? Yeah. Uh, one or three or whatever the other one. That's a thirty-two. Yeah. Okay. And I need my eight. Your whole game never took into account him and what he's able to do. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> The whole script I gave you didn't assume that TJ would ever be able to do anything. Right. I just rolled max damage. Min that would be max. 20 plus 6 fire. Alright. And would you like to describe this kill shot? See, this is why I can't use my action points. He <laughs> hits it once, things die. I punch... As I'm standing up, it lunges at me, but I punch it in its maw and basically go sort of into and through it so like oh, you can... <laughs> through the cavity and then it ignites <laughs> okay and burns its way through so my arm, arms outside alright so it also you know dissolves just a second of being it, just a second before being like roasted marshmallow that's been left in the fire too long 
Uh, but the next one is going to attack you. It's going to be a full attack. What's your armor? 23. Hey. You got hit once. Twice. Three times. A lady. Nailed it. <laughs> wow. Uh, four times. And... That is two twenties in a row. I always take more intelligence damage. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, let's walk around to start punching the air. Uh, you take basic, so it bites you once, uh, and you take eight damage, so you're down to thirty-seven. Uh, and I need four fortitude. Saves. At least it's the best one. Mm-hmm. But four means At least it's him. one of them is going to be four. Twenty-three. Eighteen. Twenty-five. Ten. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha once, bastard. Come on, intelligence. No. Let's go intelligence. You now have dysentery. You are paralyzed for three rounds. Paralyzed in the position he's in. He just got done with the... (laughs) 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 Good roleplay, TJ. Now for the next... I'm going to really take my time on my turn to evaluate all the options. All right, go ahead, Russ. My arm's getting tired. Uh... Can I uh, can I see around the mausoleum there to see that, or is that in the way? I'm gonna say it is in the way. Okay. You can probably if I if I took a five foot step yeah, one. Then you'd be fine. Okay, so I'm gonna do the like. Oh, you can't move yourself. Can you? Yeah, so you're gonna go here. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay, so I'm gonna do like the. I turn and see that Zelda there. And I'm like holding the, his taking pistol like, off. Slow walk and just shooting. Okay, him. so <laughs> I'm gonna attempt to do the. Uh, Three shot thing again. And again, you don't have any penalties for shooting into melee. Uh, I do not because I have yeah, that's what precision. precision. You have no penalties ever for shooting ever. Can I specifically took care of that. That's what I do well. Yeah. Don't you don't you get to take every attack when I hit something, or does it have to stay this, alive? It has to stay alive. Okay. He's gonna so attack the same thing that you yeah. hit. Yeah. Again, that was what I was, that was the point I made. The ball, that's why I can't use them because yeah. when you hit. It dies. I thought that's what he yeah. said. I just wanted to be... It's not often that you hit something that's still up for me to shoot. That's for the boss type. Yeah. Woo! TG's okay. out. still uh, I rolled a 20 on that one. <laughs> hey, stay on there. Oh. That's going to be good. All right. So this one is... 15. A 20. Is, is that a... Oh. And I, then... The other one's a, was a uh, 20, and then it's going to be a 24 for the threat roll. That is a critical... I thought you had three attacks. Yeah, yeah. those were the... It was a 15, a... 15 misses. Yeah, a 20. 20 hits. And then... The oh, oh, I, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so... A 24 for the, yeah. Yes, a hit, and then a critical as well. Okay. So... Mine are all two anyway. <laughs> Good job, teacher. Role play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Paul, when you edit this, take out all mention of the fact that DJ's holding up his arm. <laughs> Steve just mentioned it again. <laughs> so it's going to be 25 total plus another one wounding. Okay. So the, it, it's blast. Yeah. It's yeah, we all did, we all did our one way game. faster than I thought it was gonna be. In game, it's been 18 seconds. I'm putting my hand down. <laughs> yes, so you're out of combat. Uh, uh, now we can get to uh, what actually happened with your IQs with your keys once you exited the muzzle. Oh, and speaking of IQ, I wanted to interject. Wow. We done good. I want a cigarette. Let's buy some lottery tickets. And move to Indiana. Want to watch some NASCAR? The first thing Sorry, I want to say. We offended our NASCAR sponsors. Vanessa, you you basically don't care. That's why I kept walking. Yeah, that your IQ is going up. Sal and Russ, you guys noticed that the though you the time that passed for you guys in the house was about five hours to give or take. Uh, you notice that the date changes from July 23rd to July 31st. Uh, so you lost about a week. Uh, I'm not saying it was aliens. <laughs> it was totally aliens. But it was aliens. <laughs> the time right now is about 4 a.m. So uh, the you can't really tell what time of day it is anyway with the cloud cover, but your, your keys are telling you it's about 4 a.m. Uh, the... You both probably have news feeds. Yeah, local time. Uh, Probably both have news feeds that are completely blown up with impending doom and uh, the cloud cover. There's tons of confusion that's going on, and uh, much of the normal operation of the world seems to have broken down again. Uh, People quickly, once, it seems like from the news you're hearing, this cloud cover covers basically the entire world. And uh, people returning to panic, looting, basically reverting back to the time of the food riots and crisis and stuff. Uh, nobody seems to know what the cause of the clouds is. Uh, you all have some messages, but something clearly affected the IQs. It's impossible to determine in what order any of the calls or messages came in. So I'm just going to tell you each... Uh, they're all timestamped basically from now. Um, Vanessa, you have messages, but you, you can't. I'm gonna say that. I wouldn't access Right. Gugnir does not care. So, um, Vanessa's like hearing this, the notification for messages from her IQ that's in her ear, but like can't access. And let me know if and when there's a moment when I can try to wrestle my body back. I will. Because that's all I'm going to be doing. I'm going to try yeah. to figure it out. Because to me, it's going to be like using my plan and using my every trick I could think so of. So you're, we're going to say you're working on it right yeah. now. Are you sure you're not playing Cell right now? Trying to wrestle Vanessa's body using every trick he knows. <laughs> uh, Russ, first of all, you have uh, a text from Lydia about an update that she did to your IQ. It's a software update. Um, and it basically downloads. It does seem like the satellite networks and stuff are still working. Uh, she uh, basically gave you a higher resolution zoom tied into 
the reticle that she added, which is tied into your oh, bracers. So you can add 10 feet to the range of all your ranged weapons. Sweetness. As well as for determining the purposes, for determining your point blank shot bonus is oh, up to nice. 40 instead of 30 feet. And it's easier for you to look up skirts when you just put your gauntlet. <laughs> uh, you have then a message from Lydia in which she says, Russ, I'm worried sick about you. Please call. I'm scared. I'm going crazy here by myself. And you, that, that was very toneless for what the message was actually. Uh, she's clearly sort of freaking out. Uh, I didn't invite her along. Way to go. <laughs> you really don't care for that girl. You have a message from Julius Croxton. She was too busy working on the, on craft squares. Sure. Yeah. That's your rationale. Crockton or Scrockton? Julius Croxton. Uh, he, if you recall, he's, he's, you know who he is. Was this the guy at the beginning? Very beginning, yeah. Wow. Uh, he is the, see the circle? (laughs) (laughs) He's the lawyer from the law firm of Aiden, Palace, and Pluton. Uh, he says... Are they also known as the investors? (laughs) He says, Russ, I'm aware of your recent unfortunate loss of accommodation. Your trust fund has been set up. Uh, in order to handle difficulties of this nature, then you gain plus four wealth. Oh, sweet. As the money's released. <laughs> there better be a whole bunch of nice crap on my phone. <laughs> well, if you'd answer it, it's an alien. You also have a message from Elias Bowman. The Giorgio Select. <laughs> no. No, that's begging for money. They're looking for a donation from you. Uh, so you have another message that's from Elias Bowman. Uh, it says, where are you guys? We can't hold this plane forever. Uh, I know you wanted to go to Sicily, but you'll have to call us to reset that up when you again get in contact. Let me know if you have any luck finding what you're searching. And now we're to Sal. Oh, come on. Please tell me you have the Mr. Burns ones. What? <laughs> you're, oh, your car's being, your car is a cube. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a side order. Your car is a cube. Your car is a You're going to do this to move your cube. <laughs> yes. Now we have. I was really, really impressed if you had done that. Have been just shoveled in order? Yeah. Now it's that, that was the last message. Okay, we're all jerks, <laughs> especially TJ. Yeah. All right. So Sal, on your phone, uh, first message I'm giving you is uh, Courtney. Uh, you know this only because like caller ID. Courtney, do you remember who Courtney is? They give me a puzzle. She's kidnapped. Yes. Right. So right. I, that's that's why I was giving the doesn't tell you the order was from before we did this whole campaign. <laughs> The messages are from the future. <laughs> you hear basically these muffled noises like a microphone against fabric. Uh, you hear her whisper the word data and then a crunch. Oh. Data? Data. Yeah. Red Spiner? Yeah, I, I was making sure. <laughs> it's just a TNG fan call. <laughs> I'd say is that canon, but it'd be more appropriate <laughs> Denise, than Denise Crosby. <laughs> 
you get a call from Carmela in which she is screaming, Sal, Sal, help, help. You hear the sounds of a struggle in the background. Awesome. Uh, and the call is a little off. Because I kept watching TJ play. She's dying horribly. And the call is abruptly cut off. Good job, Dad. The... The last call... He's the one screaming. She just accidentally hit the call button. The last call is a strange call. It doesn't have a callback number or anything. No caller ID. Uh, it, you know, however, that it's from Karanzan. Um, and it hey, is... Hey, this is Karanzan. <laughs> Yo, just, just by the virtue of how it's uh, it's somehow illicit thought like patterns yeah. encoded digitally into your IQ somehow. Um, and you hear, Sal, you have failed us, but we give you one chance to redeem yourself. If the concepts of redemption and glory are too exalted for your pitiful primate brain, then come to us to protect your progeny. The ritual has begun. Your offspring is our conduit. Perhaps your prescience was useful after all. Yeah, yeah, Cthulhu Vitagen. And uh, you have a location implanted in your brain. Uh, I'm sorry, I missed that last part. Yeah, yeah, Cthulhu Vitagen. You have a location implanted in your brain, and you can basically point to it unerringly on the GPS. Uh, It is a... the south... I guess it's the southwestern. I don't want to open Google Maps or Google Earth. It's the southwestern shore of the Calf of Man Island. And we'll leave it right there for this week. Thanks for listening to the LTM Gaming Podcast. You can find us online at ltmgaming.com, on Twitter at ltmgaming, or reach us via email at podcasts at ltmgaming.com. We love to hear your thoughts and questions. As always, we do appreciate any five-star ratings you'd like to leave on iTunes. Tune in next week for the next installment of The Crushing Depths.